Hello, hello, hello. This is the Bench Podcast, the long-awaited Bench Podcast, where Ethan Cunnison and friends rant about the most hated club in English football. Liverpool? Oh, yeah, well, I, I knew that anyway. Don't worry. It's, it's anyway. The yeah. most disappointing team in English football. That's, that's better, that's better. Manchester United. Well, to start off with the way we start off every podcast, right in front of me in this podcast room we've made we up. Are, we are, we've got Alex King, say hello. Hello. And to my left... We've got the cackling little uh, demon in the corner here, George Bennett, who's very, very... He, he wants to hear the... Uh, I, 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 I just want to sit here, sit and have some popcorn and listen to the downfall of Man United, and I'm very happy about this. But hello, guys. I hope you enjoy. Might as well. Have. It, it's as good as because it, they'll never get relegated. But anyway, Ethan, over to you. Okay, so with this podcast, I think there's different things that we could talk about. I think we should talk start off talking about about this season. Um, I'd also like. An opposition fans' perspective of um, this season. I won't. No, I won't slag United off because, as much as it would be easy for me to do, because I mean, as an outsider looking in, it's obviously United have been absolutely dreadful this season. Last last season, everyone I think thought they had a bit of promise because they finished second, and and at times they played some good football, and like, but I think it was more papering over the cracks, really. With what how United were playing last season, and then obviously now it's there's a lot of obviously a lot of promise when Ronaldo came in, Sancho came in, Varane came in, big players for big money. But and I, I in my opinion, I thought United might challenge for the title this year because as, as as you look at the season previews, obviously you had Man City, Liverpool. I, I thought personally, I thought Chelsea win the league this Damn. year, but obviously <laughs> that, look how well that did. And I thought United would be up there too, so we were like a, a sort of like a, a four way battle for it. But it ended up just becoming a two-way battle between us and Liverpool. Chelsea just faded into yeah, the back. Yeah. They faded into the background. They, 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 they'll stay in the top three, well, top four now. But obviously, the top four has been a bit of a battle between Arsenal, Tottenham, and United. West Ham obviously had, had a brief time, but they've now they'll focus on the Europa League now. But as a, as a neutral, I'll ask the first question: What has gone wrong at Man United this season? What, what's, what's the worst thing then? Kingy, okay. What? <laughs> like, honestly, don't be a troll. I'm not. Being I want a your troll. honest opinion. I am. I am giving an I'm honest sure, opinion. I'm sure. I'm sure. The comment section, if people comment on this, they'll they'll they make their own minds up whether Kingy's going to be trolling Ethan here at the moment. If if you if you tell me now what what you're going to, have to say is your honest opinion, I'll put my hands to say fair fair enough. Thing. No, this is about honest opinion. So at the start, so I see looking at last season, obviously. Um, it was a bit of a funny season with the whole COVID and going out and hopping much a whole season without fans. It, obviously, it was obviously a season, but it was a bit of a very, it was probably one of the weirdest seasons it's been for a while. Um, and obviously, to finish second was good, but I think it was. To, I think toward the end of the season, I, I think we had a bit of a drop off in form, and you know, and we drew some silly games. And you know, there was a, a point. The thing is, what's the funny thing is last season, you know, I know City City weren't at their fully best last season. Obviously, Liverpool had injuries and Chelsea. I think if United had been a bit more clinical and you know not made silly mistakes and 
you know, not dropped off and not bottled it because we'll be, that's what we've become recently. I think we could have actually won the league last season because we only finished about seven, eight points off. And there was a period where we were top of league and ahead of City. And, you know, City had a bit of a, a couple of uh, tough results towards the end of the season or a couple of draws. And United didn't take advantage of it because they kept drawing City and they drew to relegated Fulham. Um, you lost to us 4-2. Is it lost to Liverpool 4-2? I was going to Everton. Everton. Everton as well, yeah, that's exactly. true. Or drew to Everton 3 all actually, when we were 3-0 up. Was he? Oh, 3-0 yeah. up So, yeah, silly yeah, was, there's other silly results there as well. But anyway, so, and obviously then we had the, for me, the most disappointing thing was, was the Europa League final, which, you know, after that I was very annoyed because I looked at it and I thought, you know, is this for me? Ollie's lost another another final. Is it really for him? I, I was be, I was giving him a bit of benefit of the doubt. I said, well, we'll see how it happens next season. But for me, in my head, I was like, this could have an effect on next season, and it clearly has on the field. See, because... just just quickly, I'll, I'll chime in and then I'll let you to carry on. I feel that that Europa League final was a massive turning point for Man United and how how they've become what they are now. I feel that they went, maybe went into the Europa League final a bit, maybe a bit of confidence, maybe a bit too confident because they thought. Oh, we're playing a, t- a team in Spain who, who to be honest, sixth best, sixth best in, in, in La Liga. Had really no players of, of any note, except maybe for a couple of Premier League journeymen, like Alberto Moreno's, your Francis Coquelin's, etc. And they probably went into the, they went into the game thinking, oh, we'll, we'll get we'll get this trophy sewn up here, we'll, we'll get a, another passage into Europe. And we'll we'll, we'll have We're a already qualified anyway. But yeah, but obviously it, it's nice to go. It's oh, nice to go into the following season trophy. as Europa League champions. It, it's a trophy to add to your cabinet, etc. Super League, and it would, and it would have um, cup. Super Cup, yeah, and it would have, and it would have added to what 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 and it would have, and it would have added to what was a season of promise where potentially United could have won their first league title since 2013. But obviously. I mean, the transfer window started obviously well for you, and obviously you got the players in that you well, wanted. Definitely, I think. Oh, but but obviously at the end of last season, when that happened, I was thinking, "Gosh, here we go." This is just. I, re- I was really annoyed, and I kind of did blame the management team for it because I just think they were very tactically naive and very poor decisions were made in the final. So I I lost a bit of faith then, but I thought, Do you know, what, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt because overall it had been an improved season, finishing second compared to. Yeah, okay, we've had two reasonably good seasons, third and second. Obviously, we want to be challenging for the big trophies, but at that time, we, I knew we were in a stage where we were building after a poor 18-19 season. So coming into this season, signing Sancho, Varane and Ronaldo, I mean, arguably, I think we should have bought a holding midfielder and a, probably another centre-back, probably needing the two or three players, but so, and obviously that sometimes comes down to the people that were in behind the scenes, Edward Wood and the you know, people doing the recruitment and owners, and that started to show problems as well. Uh, obviously, we've had we've had these problems for years now, but obviously, I still okay with that. We did get centre back, sorry, in Varane, sorry, I apologize, but I think we still needed maybe another full back or, uh, yeah, you know, a holding midfielder. And obviously, we wouldn't have expected the decline that players like Aaron Wan-Bissaka, Shaw, Maguire have had. So we started the season with some good results. Obviously, you know, everyone was thinking, oh, Ronaldo, we started getting some good wins and we thought, hang on a minute, you know, could this be possible? You start to think we, we, we're up there with Liverpool and Man City. Then we started having some silly defeats. We lost to Young Boys. That was a tactical problem with Oli, even though we were down to 10 men. Young Boys, for me, are a team that Manchester United with 10 men should be beating comfortably. If you compare, if you put City and Liverpool in that situation, they'd win that pretty comfortably, even with 10 men. Um, 
and we just sat back for the whole entire second half and invited pressure and they gained confidence and they won but obviously I thought well okay everyone, everyone's going to make a mistake so but then silly defeat starts to come in Villa lost that game poor then Leicester and then dropped the points to Everton and then I was starting to think hang on a minute Ollie I've knowing how badly we're playing conceding too many goals poor mistakes from defenders we were just scraping through wins I mean against Villa and Atlanta Atlanta had injuries and they outplayed us in the first half yes we could have come back mainly because of Ronaldo Villarreal Ronaldo won us the game so we were winning games but appalling Gary Neville said it and Pundit said it and Skoll said it played like that in the first half against Liverpool and that's exactly what happened Liverpool came they smashed us. It was an absolute embarrassment. And for me, then, I thought, yeah, he needs to go. I think, and then obviously we had some of the poor defeats, and then eventually he did go. I think, for me, Oli, I think he, 18-19 was obviously hard for him because of the players. Obviously, wasn't a good squad. I mean, it probably wasn't as bad as it Well, if it's bad, I mean, the players we had weren't great. But I think a lot of players have completely given up. But he did, I will give him credit, he did build a decent squad. From for two seasons, so we'll give him that credit. But I think over time, I don't know what it, maybe the players just stopped. I think we were maybe found out eventually, and then that system was found out, and there was no tactical um, switch in the the coaches and his mindset to maybe get what we need to play something different because we're getting found out. That didn't carry on inept tactically. The coaching weren't coaching the players for me properly. I think it was a bit too soft as well. And it was crack, papering over cracks if it was kept silent. Eventually, it all started coming out. He did get the sack, and obviously, you know, it was it was hard because obviously I know how much it meant to him. But ultimately, he wasn't good enough, and probably shouldn't have been given the job on a permanent basis. Probably should have got someone in. See, but... just quick, I'll, I'll try next. Ethan, obviously, you, you think you, I'll, I'll let Ethan speak. So I, I, you made some good points, to be fair. And, I, and yeah, as, 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 as a neutral, obviously, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of try media. Well, I'm not really neutral, but. Because I've got a little bit left to finish than Ethan yeah, yeah. do his bit. Do you want me to finish? Or do you go on, you've only finished. Go on, I'll just introduce Ethan so, so he couldn't have I'll, his say. Fair enough. I'll right, the last, last quick bit. Um, so obviously when Ralph Ragnick come in, obviously we were in a, about sixth or seventh in the league and I'm thinking, you know, maybe we get to the end of the season, try and get in the top four. But then I think what the good things have been, yeah, Ragnick management-wise, obviously I think the players haven't been very poor for him. I think, but also decisions maybe to get an interim manager wasn't the best, but I can understand that because then I'm happy with the coach that we've picked now. And there does seem to be upstairs changes. That are, are a been, lot of changes. A lot of changes, which I am encouraged, but the main, the, the main reason why Man United fans are not happy, and it will stem from the top, the Glazers need to change or we need to get a new owners because they're giving money to shareholders instead of taking money from the Manchester United Football Club and giving it to the shareholders, which... You know, you need to balance it out. You need to be giving money to them, but also put it on the club. Like, for example, fixing the stadium that's got problems of it, training grounds, many other things. The club is just run poorly and they don't care. They even said last season they're going to try and interact with the fans. Damn. That hasn't happened, exactly. But I'm very happy for Ragnick because I'm glad he's going to be on as a consultant role for two years so he can then work with Ten Hag to get some good young players in getting rid of a lot of players that don't want to be there this year I mean I think Cavani has been an absolute disgrace this season you know a million pound wages I think a month or whatever I'm not sure if it's a week and all he's done apart he's played a few games and all he's 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 done done the Loris Carrius route of despite being a a liability he's he's still 
posted as if nothing's gone wrong. And then just uh, the last little bit. Um, but yeah, Ralph Ragnick, fair to play. He's been very, very honest and said, look, he's not shied away from it and I'm really happy as because players need to be exposed if they're not given their 4%. And there's some players on there for me at the moment that aren't or that don't seem to be listening or that it's just seem very lackadaisical. Some players, I will give it to Hay, I think it's been brilliant this season. I think... Uh, you know, I know Grant's been injury prone, but I think when he has played, he's been, he's played really, really well. But he hasn't had any consistency to get into it. Agreed. I think mm-hmm. Fred. I think Fred's improved a lot this season. I Agreed. think Fred. I can help his. And I think under Ten Hag with proper coaching, I think a lot of these players need a proper coaching to get them to better because I think they are better than they are. But some do need to go. Um, and Ronaldo, I think, has been a, a, a sensation this season. In what he, he's been the only consistently good yeah. player. He obviously. He said the highest done well, but he said you know what he hasn't. Ronaldo hasn't been consistent this season. I think that's the whole point of you being where you no, are. Yeah, like, so, no, yeah, no, kept you at least in the battle for the top four. Yeah, right? had a, Ronaldo had a blip. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, had a great start to the season. Um, through it was like December to, to like February, he went through scoring not a lot of goals, and it's only recently. He's been absolutely carrying us. A couple of injuries as well, but I think put him off. Exactly. But but yeah. But um but yeah, so to conclude, I'm obviously you know, I think there's still a lot of things we need to do, but the things there are some signs of encouragement. And I'm hoping next season for me, I think under ten Hag, if we can get some good we need to sign really about four or five players. I think realistically that's all we're gonna get. And then maybe promote some youth players. Obviously what he's done at Ajax has been very good with promoting youth. So that's a very encouragement, and I, I, he definitely should be given time. And you know, I think hopefully for Manchester United next season, for me, my aim I think would be to try and get back in the top four. I think that's definitely you know, and maybe try and nick a trophy if we can, if it's like Europa League, because I think we probably will get Europa League this year, because we should get a couple of wins our last two games. Well, we never know how bad they played at the moment, but you never know. We should hopefully get if we get in Conference League, it'd be a disaster. But if we can get Europa League. Because I think obviously, I mean, ultimately, without European football, probably be better for us. But I think because Wolves have dropped off and West Ham, have, we probably will get sick. And I can take that because Europa League's not a bad competition because there's some decent teams in there. And that's what the level we are at the moment and where we deserve to be, probably. But to quickly finish off, I'm looking forward to next season and see what can happen and just getting rid of players that don't want to be there and just starting from scratch. And then obviously, with the owners, we'll have to see if they improve or what happens there. But, you know, I think we've got start maybe hopefully. Slowly might build a little platform and then hopefully in a few years, four or five years maybe, or maybe a bit less, we can start challenging City and Liverpool for the league titles. Or at least be there maybe if they have a poor season like Liverpool had last season with injuries or City drop off. You just never know. But I'll hand over to Ethan now and see what he thinks of that and, you know, of that opinion. That was my honest opinion. Of that's no, no, no. You did make some good points. I feel the passion radiating from that from that. That that speech well, there, and it's, it's very rousing, that's and that's how I'm I feel about the club. Very that's, very proud, you know. Yeah, the, the signs of the signs of growth there, but there's still a lot of things we need to do. So we just have to accept that Man City and Liverpool are a lot better, and Chelsea are run a lot of clubs in the Premier League, even though the lower clubs are run better. Championship clubs are run better, but it's just what it is. So I'll let Ethan yeah. have his say now. So the question is, what's my opinion of how things have gone so far? Just, yeah. just basically what you th- so from the start of the season how I've just said or what you think obviously we've gone from- do you know you have little you have different opinions to what King has because I know yeah. you, you two like to clash a little bit don't you no your, no your, no your opinions I know I know you, you do try and wind me up which very, is fair mates we always try and wind me up um, 
I do agree with a lot of Kingy's points, and it's good to know he has some sense. Um, <laughs> where I disagree is um, a bit of the Europa League final. Um, yes, we should have won the Europa League. We're the better team. I think um, I disagree with the point where you say that Oli shouldn't have been in as as a coach because if you look at it on paper and as you, how United are as a club um, besides taking up the Louis van Gaal situation um, if you look at on paper when he was interim boss we went I think we went 12 games and beaten um, yeah, we, we went 12 games and beaten and I agree I don't think he should have been given the full-time role after that 12-game unbeaten streak. I think we should have looked till the end of the season to yeah. give it a full-time role. But I do see why he was given the full-time role at that point in time. That, that arguably was the issue, really, because you, you obviously you were on that mad run yeah. in that season. I know what it was. You, you, beat, then, you, beat, you beat PSG in the in the Champions League uh, in the second leg, and everyone got all starry-eyed, and they were going, yeah. oh, well... Uh, Look, look at how well Ollie's doing. We're getting signed up right before yeah. the end of the season. Give him time to just let finish off the season and then see where you're at yeah. in, in the summer, me, which is the best time to check. It was like an easy thing to do there. And then it obviously, was. the decisions, are, the field goal factor was back. Everyone was happy. Everyone was getting gassed. I mean, it was probably too much. But From what I know now, I think one of the reasons why Ollie was given the job back then is because at that time, Man United wanted um, Pochettino. But then at that season, Spurs obviously got to the Champions League final mm. and um, we was not going to get Poch. So we thought, let's just bring in Oli. There's a feel-good factor at the moment. Um, we've 12 games unbeaten. He's a United legend. He knows the club. He's a United he legend. He's he going the well. Want, cetera, yeah. The fans want him. Let's just give him the role. The, for me, the time things started going wrong, which wasn't his fault, but it was a bit of naivety with the club. Um, is when Oli changed our style of play. Um, when Oli, our best moments under Oli was when we were playing counter attacking counter attacking football, and you notice a change when we when Oli tried to start playing like a more of like a possession based football, pressing, um, pressing like possession based. Yeah, players can't do that. And the players that he signed. That season when we were playing counter-attacking football, was suited to that role. Was suited to um, that style of football. It's the reason why Harry Maguire is poor now. Is the reason why Wambasaka is poor now. This is because they're they're meant for a team who sit deeper back, um, a lot deeper, mm. um, who are, are on the halfway line, and we're. Sucking teams in and and hitting them on on, on the counter. So just for context, is, is this this season, this current season, you going on? No, it's last. It's last season. Oh, so um, when you finish second, yeah. So, so you notice. So what? Towards the towards, towards the, the end, end, you end noticed, of last season, you noticed the issue. There, yeah. there was right. there was a change in um in system. a start in a system style of play. Um, that's kind of where we went wrong. We should have stuck to, for me, again. Had a pre-season to work on it. A pre to work on the new style of play, not change it halfway through. That that was a naivety um, of Oli and and maybe his coaching staff. The Europa League final, um, yeah, we should have won, but I don't see it as a massive thing because we literally went down to the depths 
of everyone scoring their penalties. Um, everyone scoring their penalties. And it came to a goalkeeper who's not meant to score a penalty, missing his penalty. Yesterday, I should have saved um, more penalties, but he's never been good at penalties. And people say... Yeah, this season, to be fair. Yeah, yeah he's saved a couple of fair. penalties. But it's, it's a lottery. Penalties it's, have always it's been a lottery. lottery. It's a lottery. Can, one, of two, one of three things can happen. You can either save the penalty, you can score, score the penalty, or miss. Or it can go over the bar. But what I think or is, the in the 90 post. minutes, with the players we had, I think he could have made a couple of changes, and I think we should have beat them in the Yeah, so like, when you actually look at the changes that he made, um, we're late on. on because there was enough quality on the pitch to beat them. But there was a point um, in. We didn't turn up, but there's a point in that in that final is when you saw the game. Villarreal, they're a machine when it comes to defending, and there was no chance the players that we had on that bench was going to unlock the team. So we knew we was going to go to penalties. So Oli brought on the players um, on that that were going to score um, penalties, which in the end is what happened. Every every player that he put on scored their penalty. The only player that didn't score a penalty is De Gea. For me, that's not Oli's fault. That's the players on the day. Um, they weren't they weren't good enough to um, to to um, play in the final because the players on that pitch haven't been in a situation where they have been in the final. Oh. Villarreal, they've had a manager who's been in finals. He's, 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 he's won that particular. Final. He's won that particular that final one, before. Yeah. He's played in England. He's played against this. Um, He's played against Man United before. He knows how to set up against Man United. I'm not surprised we lost that final. But again, obviously, you come back to the point of point point of should a manager like Oli Gunnar Solskjaer should have been in that job to manage that final at that time. Obviously, yeah, obviously he finished second, but like it was obviously a bit of a, it was a bit of a, a a quick like thing that he came in. Yeah, so like during that season, and he he, he probably should have waited until like the end of the season where, where he came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he could have maybe. Looked to the landscape a bit more and gone. Right, who who's available? Who's 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 actually out of a job? Could could we get Pochettino? Could we try and maybe like talk to him? Maybe get him to come to United. I mean, obviously mm. you may not want him now. Is who else is available? Like what, what are the manager on the market? I mean, obviously there may not be many, but you got to obviously have, have maybe do some research into who's there. And you could have got maybe Ten Hag earlier than what you got. Yeah, now. but hindsight hindsight's a brilliant thing. Ten Hag earlier, I think. I he, he wasn't. He yeah, wasn't he would, he would have been. In, we would have kicked out the semi-finals at that time, and he wasn't known to rebuild. He hadn't rebuilt a side at that time like he has done. Now. I don't. I don't think you'd. Have, I don't think Ten Hag would have been as bad of a position as, as he is in now if he'd have joined Man United earlier, for example. I think he's better off staying at Ajax. No, I'm, at I'm, that point, than than going to United. I don't think he was ready then. I just feel like you, can, you may be right. The season off that Oli has, maybe get it to the. To the uh, what the end of the season, okay. Obviously, you Ollie's as a point. Maybe you could hire him, but then obviously you look at say an up and coming manager like Ten Hag who can maybe build a system yeah. for the future. It, it's a pro- more, it'll be more of a project to start with, but similar to how like maybe we had it with Brendan Rodgers. But mm. obviously, which obviously you want more to be a success than what we. I think. Been, but um, up to that plan, up to that um, Europa League fight when you, at that Europa League final point, that Ollie gave me. Um, no reason, no reason for him to, for us to sack him. He gave me some doubts, but every manager has doubts. Well, 
No, not now, but there was some yeah. doubt under Liverpool, um, some Liverpool fan base when Klopp, Klopp, Klopp was first um, at Liverpool. There was some doubt that Klopp, if you if you actually remember, when Klopp went into um, in Liverpool, he was known as the manager who's never won a champion, who's never won a final. They use that, well, obviously, well, obviously he did win finals, he, he won trophies in Germany, in like, Germany he, he, he won back-to-back league titles in he Germany. Was all, but he was known, I remember it clearly, he was known as the manager who's never won a champion, he's never really won a European final, every European final he's, he's been into. Because Royal Fantasy has a stick to beat him with. Exactly, and that's and that's what I thought, that's the same thing that happened to Ollie. Obviously I'm not comparing Klopp to Oli because honestly I think Klopp's the best manager in the world. At least at least Klopp had won league titles. But he's won... Um, and and, and German Cups, he won the German Cup I think, yeah. as well. But, but, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, Man United was on... built a Dortmund dynasty which which obviously they're not, they're not really challenging now. Yeah. But it's, it, the, the, the foundations are still there to this day. Man United was on was a, a an upwards trajectory. We had... At that time, I think the, the our front three at that time had potential to be brilliant. Is that so? What so the front three you had was it Martial, Rashford, and Greenwood, and Greenwood, which obviously yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll, we'll get onto that because that's that's another point. And then to for me, you go into next season. I think signing Ronaldo at that time, I think made sense because um mm, well, no for me it made sense because well, we lost the Europa League final um because mentality into the, to, into the club we'll yes yeah so we, we lost the, for me you lost the Europa, the Europa League final because we didn't have that one moment of individual brilliance see now just just I'll, I'll, I'll say my bit and you can carry on in my humble opinion with the with the Ronaldo transfer I know obviously United fans uh, Obviously, love him to pieces. He's, he's a brilliant player. Obviously, everyone knows Ronaldo how good he is, and obviously how legendary of a player he is. But I feel the only reason why United signed him for mainly two reasons: one for the social media kind of thing to kind Agreed, of get yeah. to kind of get a boost to like to what was a, 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 a season which which promised much but didn't finish off with a trophy or anything like that. But also because obviously Man City were in for him at the time, and they got scared that I think that. It, Man, you know, you know, got scared that he'd go to Man City because obviously they, they offered him a similar contract to what he's on at United. But obviously, they had to jump in and go right. We can't have we can't have our one of our greatest ever players joining our greatest rivals or our, our local rivals. Um, so in the end, they had to. They had, they, in a sense, that United probably thought they had to buy him. He actually came out um, that City didn't want him as much. Um, but then you could also, there's another point maybe they could say maybe City knew that no, they so, were to bump the price up no Ronaldo. so what what happened in the end which is actually confirmed what happened okay, um, well. man the reason why it looks like because um, if you actually look at how it happened um, we've all we've We've actually always wanted Ronaldo. I know there's, since, been, I know there's been rumours since Ronaldo no, left since, United originally. No, since since um, Fergie's left, we've always wanted Cristiano Ronaldo. I've heard all the rumours, yeah. But when, um, if you actually look at the transfer window, how it ended, until we found out Ronaldo, Ronaldo was not available until he said... I want to leave Juventus. When he said he wants to leave Juventus, that's when City came in 
And that's when we found out he was available. When he was available, we went in for him and we bought him. I think it was I think it was agent led City's interest in in Ronaldo. I think uh, if you actually look at the transfer window, how it went, City wanted Kane. City only wanted Kane, and Ronaldo and Ronaldo may um, may have been on on a list of people, but I don't think they wanted as much as as we did. And Ronaldo ultimately wanted to come to United. I don't think Ronaldo, Man United were his second choice. You can, mm. I, I think people can say, hmm, that's what happened. I know that's what happened. I know that's football's a place where not everything can be true. I, 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 I've obviously had that with Liverpool stuff as well. But you, you, everyone believes different things. I, 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 I'm of the opinion that I think maybe Man City maybe tried to mug United off with how much they owed him, or maybe um, City actually did want him, and then obviously United were worried that they'd go there. But it, it's it's all it's all, it's all, it's all opinions. So, so I think signing signing Ronaldo, I think it. If if we were in a situation where Ronaldo was a player, where we played him in the big games, um, um, of the season, we played him in the Champions League, we played against um, cities, the cities, the Liverpools. Yeah. Actually, not necessarily like the weaker teams, where he would always score, and in the big in the big games, we have a system in place where we're a system where we can beat teams, the big teams, because. If you actually remember under Oli, we had a system going on where we could beat the likes of City, we could beat the likes of Liverpool, we could beat the likes of Chelsea. We didn't beat Liverpool, we drew to more lost. No, but we had a system where we could beat Liverpool and we had beaten Liverpool beat um, um, under Oli. And we beat and we had a that really was, good that record. Was, that was the FA Cup game, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, we had a system where we could beat we you. We like Chelsea's bogey teams because even this season we won't. Yeah. Sort of so, Liverpool. if we were that kind of team and we had another striker in place and we... And which made sense because we thought Mason Greenwood was going to be our future number nine, but obviously situations happened which was out of our control. If we made Ronaldo into a player which played in those sort of games, I think our season would look completely different. The difference is, um, you run way too heavily on Ronaldo. Um, way too heavily. No, yeah. No, the reason why we relied too heavily on Ronaldo is because. Marcus Rashford um, was out of form. Martial is an inept player. Mason Green was Mason Green and and Cavani um, and James is that, is and James San- Sancho hasn't hit the form that you expected him to. It wasn't. It was never going to hit the form. Um, it was. It was going I, to. I think. I think, first people, I think people expect him to at least be better than what he has been. I don't think he's been particularly great this season. I was like, I mean, he hasn't. But I don't think there's a lot of players who have I been good think, in their first I season think for next, the club. I think next season, it could be good. I think there's been players in the past who have done that in one season. In their first season in the Premier League? His first season in the Premier League? First proper season. He, he was a bit. Po- he never really played for Chelsea, did he really? But he's been in the Premier League for one. He's experienced the Premier League. He's, what, how many games did Mo Salah play that's in that year? Was no, but he's, ex- he's had game. he had games in the Premier League. Yes, but it was a player who was unproven, but this is Salah's big return. He, he no, not, but... He's experienced it much. So you're, compa- you're comparing a player who's played games into a, in a Premier League, who's been in the... Pre- who's trained and... Pre- he barely in the, played for, Ch- for Chelsea. No, but he's trained and played in the Premier League to someone who's not made a Premier League appearance. It's... it's it, 
you could, no one can really remember what Salah. No, but he had. I, I don't know. I don't know. No, but he had experience in the Premier League. Yes or no? And that was little experience. But he had like, had experience. Yes or no? Very minor experience. But did he have not, experience in the Premier League? Not not enough to to prove. Chelsea no. really gave him a chance. No, but he knew what the Premier League was about when he came back to the Premier League. Maybe a little bit, I guess. Yes. Not, so not, I'm not. I'm not, not saying. I'm not saying it was not, enough. Yeah, but. Still, not he had experience. Danny Sanchez has not had experience well, in the Premier League. You can't say Sanchez a bad player. No, he, he was. I'm just saying, like f- compared to yeah. what United fans are expected of him. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's been, if he's you're been compar- very underwhelming. If you're comparing, but then again, we don't we don't play to Sancho's strengths. But then that's the reason why Son Ronaldo, when you son, when you you are chasing Jaden Sancho for how many how many seasons now, and then when you finally bring him in, you decide to uh, one up him or go Ronaldo. So now, in a way, you kind of undermine the Jaden Sancho deal, in a way. Two different positions. It's it? two different positions, and you could argue, uh, and for me, because the, but the, the reason why we've so what I was so the reason why we've relied heavily on Ronaldo is completely out of our hands. Because he's the goat, and everyone else is not good on the team. But it's a case of like. The whole, I think, whole reason why United have struggled this season because they haven't they've never had never had a proper system to kind of go behind. Exactly. The players the players and, and we change it off the one the one or? system the one system that you have had now is just put the ball to Ronaldo's feet and see the score. Because honestly, because honestly, that's all these players can do. Well that's well that's the that's the problem. That that's ultimately the problem with United. Not if you hadn't signed Ronaldo, then and they've had to maybe go for say like a system where but if, like, if we so if we didn't sign Ronaldo, we'd have no strike at the moment. But then, but then you'd have more of a chance of maybe getting to say a hold because you said you need a holding midfielder but, too. Bennett, I, I can honestly say this: he was not going to sign a holding midfielder. That's um, if we did. Yeah, but that's if we didn't sign Ronaldo. again. You look at the problem. That's, that's obviously must have and that's just, the, board. Exactly, and that's the problem with. Manchester United. The, the board don't have the board have your board clearly has no priorities. Okay. The more the more interested in the big money. Obviously, you look at obviously past United transfers since Fergie's gone. Not just Ronaldo. You've got Di Maria, Sanchez, Falcao, Pogba. There were all all those players at the time were big big players like pl- players that you, you'd say in the top top hundred players in the world, and the focus were on the start that. Because there's a re- there's an interesting thing here I've, I've learned about Jurgen Klopp, and obviously we're going back to Liverpool here, but it links to oh, United. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp was off, asked by United to come and join to join the club, but Klopp rejected because he he, he said the United was more of like a, a Disneyland kind of thing, like, like more of like a, a theme park or a sort of like FC Hollywood kind of thing, where it's yeah, like where it's like. All, all we care about is the the social media side and the big names, not mm. not a system of play which can get you trophies. Well, and that's ultimately what United well, struggled with. I got a, I got, you, I got, you're now a Hollywood club. I've got a question. I got a question for you about for like prediction for next season. I know it's obviously a bit early, but also where? So I'll ask yours first. Where do you think next season United will finish? Do you think they'll finish top four? Fourth? See, see, it's difficult because obviously nothing's happened. You've not made any signings yet. All, all, all we know is that there are. You've got players leaving, haven't you? You've got what matter? Okay. Well, you go through the players you, you've got leaving. You have got Pogba. That's that. That's something that's ha- needed to happen for a long, long time. He, he's been very underwhelming for United, and he's he's not really hit the heights that everyone expected of him. And he's also he's been very poor. You got one matter. He's been a good servant for United, but it's it's probably he probably should left a long, long time ago. Same with Matic. Lingard, Lingard has oh, how how Jesse Lingard still at Man United. I've got absolutely no. The only reason is at the club because obviously the situation with Greenwood. Yeah, that well, that's that's literally the only reason because he, he, he was set to go to West Ham, wasn't he? And he was doing well at West Ham the, um, the season before. He's probably should have left in the summer, but 
obviously not if felt they wanted to get some more value out of him, but obviously then the the Greenwood thing came mm-hmm. about and is anyone else leaving at United as well at this point? That's um, four so far, I think. Um so, everyone else is Cavani. Cavani's Cav- leaving, yeah. I think what? Jones Boy probably gonna be going. It, Again, uh, Cavani was just Those five are certainty, so Matter, Matic, Cavani, Lingard, Pogba. and Pogba. Those are certainties of players you know, that are leaving. Obviously, you, you, you obviously gone about how Cavani's behaved this season, how, how he's let, let United down. And obviously, he, he was a, he was a good player for the season before when he got second. I've I've and heard that the reason why he doesn't want to play for the club is because we signed another striker, so, i.e. Ronaldo. So, but I don't think Cavani's performances last season were, and his availability last season was good enough for him to say, for us to say, you're our starting number nine. And but, I don't, I do not think Cavani would have, um, as again hindsight, but I can only say his performances last season. I do not think Cavani could have put up Ronaldo numbers this season. No one was expecting to, but then like again, it's, it's down to the system that you play. And I feel maybe if, if you've had a, maybe a settled system that maybe I'm not I'm not obviously not saying to Ronaldo level play to Cavani's strengths, but but the problem if, is if it like maybe if he was involved in the play more and like he was suited to more to, to a game that might have helped him, he could have not only helped Cavani but helped his these teammates too. Our players on the pitch, there aren't system players. I don't think we've got one player in our side that's that can play going on then. that can play a system, and that's our problem. We. All the best, te- the best, the best teams in football currently. The likes of you, Bar Chelsea. Bar, yeah, Bar Chelsea. Chelsea just a machine that can just win things. With well, well, obviously that might change with the ownership changes that they've got now. Yeah, the were. But um, obviously you got you got Liverpool, Man City, lesser extent at the moment, Madrid, Bayern Munich. They've all had a, a sort of system that. They're but they're in a league where it doesn't really matter, and they're not performing well in in, in but, Europe. Okay, okay well. But Either way, there's, there's no one competing. Okay, so look at Liverpool and Man City. Then the reason why they're so successful is they've got systems in City, place where City, they can. Yeah, City have got a system well. from top to bottom, which has been made over a long period of a period of time from when Pellegrini was there. The system coming through because the coach is there. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd say from what I'd say more Guardiola really. No, once so, Guardiola no. came in, the whole of Man. The, no, no, when Pellegrini was there, they had coaches that was going to be that the same coaches, more or less the same coaches that are there when Guardiola is there now. So the so the the turnover when Guardiola came wasn't going to be as massive. It's not like, for example, um, like for Man United going from Louis Van Gaal to going to Jose Mourinho, which is two different kinds of football. Pe- Pellegrini's style of football was not close to Guardiola, but it's not, it, it's possession-based, it's... Um, there was a level of inconsistency that that Pellegrini City side showed, which which never, which, which since, since, since Guardiola's come in, uh, uh, they've never, I don't think they've ever dropped off from that. Yeah, I know, but... The, the season we won the league. The style of play is similar to Guardiola. You can agree that. I With Liverpool... No, I, th- I think it's a different breed. But okay. Car- either way, but... Car- but li- and Liverpool, Liverpool's style of play is... The side of play that Klopp's, oh, it's, it's um, it, it, that's okay. that Klopp's made. Well, I'll go back to the question I was going to ask you. So, so let's Sorry, say, yeah, I'll give so, 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 so let's say we sign like, the four or five players that you know, like with like a couple of defenders, a couple of midfielders, and a striker. So then you've got five players there. How many have we signed? So let's say we get some good players. So ultimately, with that team, and with ten in his first season, 
where do you think United will finish? Do you think fourth, top four? If you sign the right players and the and you get the right system and in place and and, and, and you, you have an understand yeah Scott Harmony and understanding maybe what, what the board if the board can maybe be more willing to to change things. I mean, obviously that's a, that's a different ball game altogether. But re- ideally, you know, it should be aiming for a top four finish. Yeah. At, at, at the least, obviously, obviously, it'd be nice to go further or, or get maybe a trophy under your belt. But it needs it needs they need to be the right players and they need to get a system that Ten Hag wants and have no interference from the likes of the Glazers or some some of the shareholder or, or, or some social media presence where they go or what, what about this big what about, um, getting Ronaldo back on a, on a five year deal or bringing Pogba back or. Uh, I don't know it, some of the legendary player from the club's past and trying to get some shirts sold. You need it needs to be one whole idea. Honestly, I think we'll get sick next season. Sick? You think we'll finish sixth? Really? Yeah. Why? I think honestly, don't you think the changes will be enough. Is that what you're trying to say? Or? No, um, not that enough because it, it's it's the start of the rebuild. Um, Do you think it'll last that long? No, no. So I think me reading everything, I think. Newcastle will be up there because they're going to be spending everything I, under I guess the sun. That's true, yeah. That's one. Arsenal, one Arsenal are better off, are, are better this um, at the moment, but it's a maybe because I don't know how they'll be with European football. Well, and I think also their own problems with their owners. So yeah, it, who knows? But I think with the the amount of players that are leaving the club. I and mean, with us having European football, it will tire us out because we're learning a new style of play, and we'll be worse off. In the in the Premier League, because we're we're learning a new style of play that none of these players have have, have played before. We haven't played possession based football, um, before, and and we're gonna have a lot of new players in the squad, and make potentially a lot of younger players to beef up the squad. And they're not the only player for me that's maybe even close to be youth players that are close to playing for the first team is James Gardner. Garnacho. is not even ready, Kingy. At be all. In the future, maybe seventeen. He's Very really mind, young. Also, you could have maybe Donny. Obviously, I, I've heard stuff, but well, maybe Donny Van der Beek. Talk to me about Van der Beek. But obviously, now that Ten Hag's there, and he obviously got the best out of yes, Van der Beek. It will help. It will help that um he might offer that we've, something for you. We've got a player that knows Ten Hag's system, so it it will be good. But I honestly. I don't rate Van der Beek in the slightest. To I the, really but, don't. But you, you, you've kind of... He was a promising player at Ajax. And he, you he was. He was. And he was. You've kind of buried him. No. To use a, to use a wrestling term. He does it, buried him. He does it, if he was brilliant, why isn't he turned up trees at Everton? Because well, but I'm, but I'm he's had injuries, hasn't he? I'm sure he's had injuries. injuries. Why? But when he was playing, why wasn't he turning up trees? Because Ever- Everton are a basket case of a club yeah. as well. So why is he expected to to be the saviour, Man United? Can't even help Everton. No, not the saviour, but, but because Ever- Everton are even worse position than you. Everton have got a, a really bad owners. That they're also no, they they always spend even more to a degree than you do. You're lucky that you've got all the you've got the yes. place that keep you so in the top, he, top half. If he can't perform, if he can't perform well for a relegation. Side. Has really been given a chance? Yes, for Everton. Not really. Yes, not really. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I want to be proven wrong about Donny Van der Beek, but I'm sorry. He's had three ma- three three managers. Not rate him. You think it's the managers or is it him? Well, I don't know. One of two managers. What? Carrick. 
Even though it was here for a short amount of time. He don't, don't, don't carry he's only, he's he's only, he's he's only, he's only someone to hot to warm the chair. But did he start him? But did he start him when he had the match the games? Is he warming the seat for when Ragnick came in? Is not really count? I think next season. If, if, if you can't do it under at Ten Hag, yeah, he'd be gone. That's definitely. But a manager that knows him, which I'm looking forward to. No, that's that for me. That's his only use. We've got a we've got a player that knows his system. That's it. That's probably his last chance for United. Then I, 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 I get. I don't get rate that. him. But we'll you'd be rating you don't rate him because but now you've got the manager who got the best. He got him basically the best years of his I career. Prove, I want to be so wrong. So who knows? We, we'll you, don't know. we don't, you don't know. Well, you don't need. You don't need that time. To finish it off because it is getting a bit late. I will, for me, the prediction for next season is well. If we sign the right players and obviously the players leaving, which is obviously good, and we can try and just get a more like a squad togetherness, um, I think I'm hopeful that we can maybe. I think the best on a best, best, best basis, I think we can get would be third, but I don't think we will get that. I, think, I don't think you'll get right third. No, no, but I think because if, if Chelsea had a bad season, that's, four with the highest, if, you, fourth is the highest you'll finish this season. That's, that's next season. everything perfect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. I personally think Manchester fourth United, is the highest you'll finish this I think next season. Be, you're going to be looking between, I think, fourth and sixth for me next season. Actually, you know what? If everything's perfect, we could get third. I disagree with you there. Because Chelsea, Chelsea, no, you need to remember what's happening to Chelsea because Chelsea, like, Chelsea losing two of to well, really starting three possibly, centre-backs. You'd be third, on, third on a technicality. But exactly. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you, You'd probably take that at the end of the day. And they're going to have a lot of contract problems next season because Kante's in his last year. Um, I'll tell you what, if I was Liverpool, I'd sweep him for Kante. Are you mad? Kante's on his decline. People don't realise Kante's on his decline. You think so? You don't... You'd, you'd, I'm not signing Kante. Okay, so so so. That's not a good season. The slightest this season. So for me, I think beginning doesn't help with the owners, but anyway. To fin to finish, I think I think United most likely's positions are probably going to be fourth or fifth for me, which I think if we win Europa League, I think that's what we should try and target next year. Definitely try to win that because I reckon we no, we should because at the end of the day, if if we we should, should, if, if we're in it, we should we should target. We, yeah. should, we should be targeting every trophy. We should no, be targeting to win every trophy. Yeah, I know, but realistically, we realistically, we'll see what happens. You never know. Next season, anything could happen next season. The only worry football. is if the Glazers get itchy trigger fingers again, if you don't get top four, we'll we ten hard be it. They can't sack him. Why can't they sack him? Because <laughs> Man United fans would absolutely riot. But that's, that's if, the point. To... No, no. It can, it can happen. If they, it, thought, it, if they but... thought what happened against Liverpool was bad, that's... if they sacked Tanag after one season... But the th- that's the thing. That's, that's the point. The whole point of United making all this money and being this this club that they are, they need they need to get top four at the very min- bare I think, minimum. I think, if I they think don't it's... get that, Tanag could be out the door. I think what's happening at the moment with... Um, um, was it Murdoch? What's his name? Rupert Murdoch. No. I uh, I'm director of football. Oh, <laughs> fucking Rupert Murdoch. Matt's gone. Yeah. It's Matt's, Matt Judge, isn't it? No, Matt Judge is gone. Oh, for God's sake, I can't remember his name. I know, I know, well, to be fair to me, he seems to be a decent person who's actually trying to change the club. He's um, possibly all-saking. No, to be fair, no. I, 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 I mean, you know, he's obviously got, we've got Ragnick on a consultancy role, which is obviously... Murtar. Murtar. Yeah, yeah, John yeah, To be fair Mur- to what he's done, I mean, he, he's, he's, he's obviously picked a good manager. For him, um, for him, what he's done at the moment... He's done all right. Um, he's got Ragnick getting in, in. Getting in Ragnick, getting in Ten Hag, um, Matt Judge's left, got um, Woodward's left, because um, he's obviously replaced him, 
and our head of scouting and head of football development has gone. That's all happened under his um, watch. Leech. Under his watch. Yeah, so 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 yeah, he seems to have obviously understood the problem. So, but obviously because well, I mean, the main thing if we get the right people in here, but well, I'm saying this. Gotta hope the Glazers. I'm saying this now. Well, that's well, that's the next big thing. Will the Glazers give you like the support? I'm so saying this now. Money. This is. Go on, go on, I'm imagine a big speech coming oh, yeah, big on. big boy. We need to wrap it up. It's up there, the honestly. I think this is the biggest summer in Manchester United's history. Mm. Yeah, you could go either way for this. It could work gangbusters, and you become like you, you rise from the as a phoenix, and you come back up to the top four. This is this or is you could, the, the club could implode. This is the biggest. You never fold. Trans, this is the biggest summer in Man United's history. At some point, we will get back to where it is, but with where we will. Oh, so I hope, I, I, I hope I'm alive for it, but um, and I hope my kids get to see it. But we will get back to we will, uh, we will get back. You get back to some semblance of success, but whether or not you'll be the same in Man United, I don't know. And you know what? The day if I'm alive for when we make from the Premier League trophy, ah, shit, it's here. You know, that's the thing. You could potentially do Liverpool and go thirty years. Don't talk to me in the same breath. Well, we're on. We're on eight. We're on eight so far. Eight and the years count. Eight years is a Premier League. That's what I think. That's what a lot of Liverpool fans thought when they won their last, the eighteenth league title. We'll win one again, but yeah, it took man. it took thirty years. But anyway, so <laughs> if we go thirty years, oh, it's a very ominous. To finish, ominous to finish off, so, so yeah, that's basically that. Um, and obviously, we'll have to see what happens next season. But obviously, this season is pretty much a write-off. So, but I think we should get Europa League, which will be. Just about acceptable. I mean, it's a competition we probably. Well, you know, it's not acceptable. You've well, no, no, I know, I know that. But where it, I can, I can cope with that other than the Conference League. That would be an embarrassment. <laughs> you yeah, the Conference that League. That would be an embarrassment. So I don't think we'll. If we're in, the, no, I'd, you know what? You know what? I'd if we're cry. in the Conference League, we deserve it. We better win it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what that team looks like. If we're in the Conference League and we don't win the Conference League. I'm rioting. <laughs> the Conference League. Yeah. Oh, it's, but yeah, anyway. We're not European football full stop. We've, we've discussed that. I hope we don't get European that, football full stop. That's probably the, the, the best thing that happens here. It's not going to because balls have dropped off. So anyway. Um, so yeah, so I think we probably will get six to be Europa League. So we'll hopefully maybe try and win that. But yeah, so that I think we'll probably conclude that and obviously then we'll see maybe when we are when we get further down the, the, the um, line of the summer. So next, the next United talk would be I want it to be after the transfer window. Yeah, yeah, that's probably best to do it. Uh, so, yeah, so... Yeah, okay. We'll finish off because it's getting late now. So, um... I've got another podcast. No, we're not. <laughs> I've got the cockies. I'm not going to... No, oh, no. Right, so, it's a bye from Benny. Goodbye. I was it <laughs> Yeah, well, you're doing... You just so, over the reins here. So, bye, Kingy. Goodbye. See you, Benny. See, see you, guys. Thanks for watching. Obviously. Yeah, thanks for listening. And... We're going to win the league next season.